everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Becky Left the Chats. Schedule for one fall feed. I am Pat, joined by my co-host Jen. Hello. And we just got back. We just got finished. From a pretty good WrestleMania, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. Um, this week, we're going to cover April 11th and April 18th episodes of Superstars, which we had our boys, Vince and Mr. Perfect, as well as the UK Rampage, which was on April 19th. Jen, you ready to dive in? Got my swimmies on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, as is normal, we uh, are transitioning out of a pay-per-view event. So we had... One superstars that was really recorded and just dumped with a bunch of promos to tell us what happened in the pay-per-view. And then the next one actually giving us kind of like a live, uh, more relevant um, look into what's happening. So it's actually pretty cool this week. We have uh, the April 11th um, Superstars of Wrestling was actually on, uh, was filmed on March 9th. So again, that one, you know, this action occurs before the WrestleMania, which is cool sometimes. I like when you see the... You know, kind of dichotomy, right? I like that you give us those little tidbits. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I do, because then it's, oh, yeah, that's cool. We yeah. try. It's cool to know that. I'll give a quick rundown of these matches that happened at the uh, March 9th episode, which was uh, filmed at the Mobile, Mobile Civic Center, Mobile, Alabama. So we had Owen Hart and Barry Horowitz. Gotta love a Barry Horowitz sighting, right? Love you, Barry. You have to. Papa Shango and Mike Casey. Jim Duggan and Sergeant Slaughter against Doug Summers and Larry Stevens. Um, we know how that's going to end. Shawn Michaels and uh, Dale Wolf. Question, Jen. Mm. Was Shawn Michaels still in the building after his match, or did he bounce? I mean, he at some point will, yes, bounce. I, I We're, we're going to get back to that gimmick in a second. Then we had uh, the Mountie going against Billy Golden. And uh, we had what may be the spotlight, the spotlight of our entire episode... Uh, the Undertaker against Sonny Trout. This might be the spotlight of the this year could... so far for me personally. <laughs> yeah. This dad joke taken to... And this is when... um this Because you were inquiring. This is when Sean leaves the building. Exactly. So what we're going to do quickly here is we'll run through kind of this episode... Um, we're gonna leave out the uh, the dad jokes for now because we're, we're gonna we're gonna make it spicy since we're going over three things here. Um, we're just gonna run through first the wrestling. Jen, um, all of our main players won against jobbers. Shocking. Anything else you want to add to any of that outside the Sunny Trout situation? We're gonna come back to. Um, Vince was distracted by Mike Casey's looks. Uh, so that was a thing. Um. You know, not really. I mean, they were during the the Sean match talking about his feud with Brett. So I mean, at this point, they're still trying to make that something that's going to happen at yeah. SummerSlam, but it doesn't. But it, it clearly they're trying to make that a thing. Um, yeah, they're trying to push Sean right up into that intercontinental level, which is interesting. I know? mean, th- yeah, right off it, the well, bat. It, it's a quick push. I mean, it just shows it, is a quick push, it just yeah. shows you know how they feel about. I him feel like feel isn't that kind of what happened with. Uh, Brett too. I, when he left, it was like kind of immediate that he became the IC you champ. Know, you know, I wonder if you ever really were able to interview any of these people and get more behind the scenes. If that's just kind of how they try to push these younger guys, like just like that, to kind of be like, let's just see how it works and boom and just go. Or was it more just the amount of work they put in? But like, is it because they're the two of them specifically are so good yeah. that they get that push, or is that just kind of what happens and you see what what takes and what doesn't? I don't exactly. Know, you know, yeah, that'd be interesting. So, yep. 
matches, really nothing happens except that Sonny Trout match. And, and again, we're, we're going to save that minute and 43 seconds here. Uh, I think maybe for the end, because that's that, that could be our spotlight. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> we, do, we did have a couple of different promos. We got our WrestleMania recap, our match rundown. Um, Lex Luger out here for the WBF. Yo. Shameless plug, the WBF. The WBF. Vince loves bodies. And bodybuilding. And he likes them to be big and muscular. Those are the types of bodies that Vince likes. And obviously you know that if you're here, but and on oh, it's sa- starting. It's starting. It's coming in. And on Saturday coming mornings, hot. coming near you, we're going to get ourselves uh, some WBF uh, roundtable talk. How to bulk up, right, Jen? I just really... we Okay. We need to find one of these and watch them because I need to know. Special what, episode. Hidden episode. <laughs> I need to know. What, like, what could you... Do you just watch people lift for like a half hour? Like, I really, I need to know. I'm sure it's probably like tips, tricks, a lot of uh, IcoPro probably sales, I would imagine. Like, are they going to show us like workouts to like... Maybe. Make yourself look like a big gorilla? I I don't understand. Spoiler alert. Is there a lot of creatine or a lot of uh, (laughs) testosterone? Okay, we're going to... We're going to check it out and get back. We'll find one. I need to. I really want to. So, I want to find one with Lex Luger in it. We also had this uh, LOD promo because LOD is coming back, which is uh, exciting for those that are fans of LOD. And in terms of the early 90s anyway, pretty cool uh, as far as the tag team. I think they're a lot of fun. I think they're a lot more fun for the kids. Just how they come out in the body armor, the war paint. It's just cool. I mean, a, a lot of people have fun. High energy. Yeah. Big guys. Um, This promo is so fucking long, though. Well, I They're mean, like in an alley with a bunch of garbage. It is a really long promo. I mean, we're talking about an episode that literally was filmed, you know, this is just scrap heap stuff that was filmed like weeks earlier, you know, and we just had this wonderful, wonderful WrestleMania. So, I mean, there's not really a ton to kind of deal with on that so i think we're gonna i think we've kind of covered that do you want to put a bow in this in this episode for now as long as we're coming back to talk about these jokes i'm good oh we're we're, jokes. we're we're leaving these fist jokes for the end because we actually uh we did it we did a timer we went through it it was really one of the highlights i think of uh like you said i mean one of the highlights for me of superstars of wrestling it was just unbelievably like unexpected it, it just it just kept going <laughs> it just didn't stop um, so next we had the April 18th edition of Superstars. Now this one was filmed on April 8th in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So at least we're closer to what we were looking for in terms of like an after action report from. We're, we're post the WrestleMania. WrestleMania? Yeah. Yep. So we had, we had a, the Legion of Doom, which like we mentioned, uh, Paul Ellering and the Legion of Doom cut a promo the week before that they were coming back. So they actually made an appearance. They were out there fighting. We had Repo Man, a sighting. Bret Hart beating Tom Bennett for his, to retain his IC champ, which he just got um, from Roddy Piper at WrestleMania. We had the Berserker beating Mark Roberts. We had a model Rick Martel sighting. The Texas Tornado is back. He's found God. He's found vitamins. He's found everything. He's ready to go. Yeah. It's all and- about... It's about God, it's about family, and it's about the World Wrestling Federation. That's it. And then, yeah. of course, we have our boys, Money, Inc. We, again, we had about 20 minutes worth of wrestling. Uh, Money, Inc. defeating uh, Bucky Zumhoff and Jim Powers to keep their tag titles. We had about... Bucky was really something. Yeah. Well, to be know, Buck. I should say Buck. So we had about 20 minutes worth of wrestling. 
Mm-hmm. Um, again, we had Mr. Perfect and uh, Vince McMahon out here leading the charge. There's an Easter basket promo in the beginning. There's an Easter basket, a pr- a, an Easter basket presented to Mr. Perfect. There is what some may say the most '90s of '90s, definitely early '90s promo with Crush. This is our introduction to Crush. Crush is wearing just '90s colors, like he and is he's... just bleeding the '90s in his outfit, and just that video of him as a kid, <laughs> allegedly, clearly in a 1992. <laughs> Waiting room somewhere, just crushing the can, just telling you he's here. But to crush he's like everything. playing with blocks, and then the, or something in the middle of playing, he just there's a can, <laughs> and he just crushes it. He just crushes it, and he goes back to playing. Nobody asks him to crush the can. Um, he doesn't acknowledge that he crushed the can. It was just the most nonchalant can crushing just ever. Crush and back to crush in his neon attire in front of of like a wall. Yeah, it was it spray was, painted crush. It was, it was fun. Like, I mean, it was, it was graffiti. Yeah, it was it was, it was it was pretty fun. Um, it was pretty fun. I kind of enjoyed that promo. And then we also had at the end we had the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior just full on taking the mantle that Hulk Hogan had of I'm here for the kids, I'm here for the nonsense, I'm here for the you know Vince McMahon you know promos and the hugs. So the Ultimate Warrior, like we said, he's uh, back. Came back with WrestleMania. Uh, that appearance so we lost hulk hogan gained an ultimate warrior and now here we are like i said back here with ultimate warrior filling that spot yep um anything hugging else the really... kids hugging, hugging the, the kids. kids here for the kids you know yeah. and as we know um yeah you know this is the kids this is the current wrestling product that vince wants out there he wants no blood yes he wants weird sexual tension between the few women that are around and all of the men. And uh, that's really <laughs> it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's a, that about wraps up those superstars. I mean, in terms of this one, we again, since we're coming off that WrestleMania, there really wasn't a ton of storyline movement. Um, there's just a continuation of the Ric Flair Macho Man beef um, well we we got the big reveal you know the, we got the big uh, reveal yeah. of the photos showing photos side by side that the macho man actually was the person in those photos not rick flair although i don't really know how we're doing that at this point right and it's, so it's the clear. same poses if so you look even... at these photos it's cl- i just imagine the three of them hanging out okay like rick you pose with this horse elizabeth say exactly how you are and then like Mach just runs just, in and yeah. take another photo and i'm like i hope they had fun on that photo shoot but it looks like it could have been a good time yeah. um but yeah you see all the photos with macho man i'm like i don't know if photoshop was that also you can kind of tell like there's slight differences in each photo i mean obviously but um yeah so that's kind of fun so that's really it with the story i mean there's a continuation of that. Beef. Well, we're, there's we just touched on. We're getting a Shawn Michaels Bret Hart push because mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels and Sherry showed up to talk about how they're gonna pause. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna it's polish gonna, that belt. They're just starting this feud that will end in November 1997. <laughs> eventually. Um, well, I think it even ends later on. I think at some point in the 2000s, it finally ends where everybody can put a put well, a bow on. I think on that it. they eventually shake and make up. But back here, they're actually friends. So. Wow, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Any other takes from this? Any other takes? 
It's April. Our next oh, real big pay-per-view is August. You did mention, as we were watching Rick Martel come out, that his music is very similar to another superstar's music yeah, so, of the Attitude Era. So, as we're going, I'm going to try to listen to this more, especially if we get any of the same stuff with a pay-per-view. Like, it sounds a lot like <laughs> the Val Venus music. It does. It does. Like, it sounds like the notes are very similar. It's just obviously the high saxophone with the Val Venus, but like... It's not, it yeah, it's, kind of sounds a lot like it, and I'm really going to try It's to, pretty similar. It's pretty yeah. similar. It's one of those yeah. where you're looking on a soundboard, like you mentioned, and you're like, oh, you're looking for a soundboard. Like when we were looking for music for the podcast, you're like, a lot of these things sound very close to being the same, a little couple little things, and that's what this sounded like, especially in the breakdown. I'm like, man, this sounds a lot like Val Venus's music, which is fun because, you know, as we know, these guys are all kind of working with the few shoestring people behind the scenes to make all these songs and yeah. remix these songs and do all of it. So it's kind of like fun to think like, yeah, there's a I somehow think. Val Venus heard this or whatever. It is like, yeah, I really think that's, you know, or whatever it is like, oh, you know what? We have the perfect music for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of cool. Yeah. Or they're just going to, we're going to tweak this song just a little bit to make it a little more over the top when you come out in your towel, all, all greased up, you know? Yeah. Um, also, did you see that there was a WrestleMania event where fans would go and there was a lookalike contest? I did. Tell us all about that, Jen. Well, yeah, there was a lookalike contest and, um, I believe a Paul Bearer lookaliker won. The Big Boss Man lookaliker was pretty cool, too. You didn't think? I think that he actually looked like the Big Boss Man. Like, he physically looked like him more. I mean, the Paul Bearer guy, like, definitely did all the makeup. Um, but the guy that looked like Big Boss Man actually looked like Big Boss Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, who do you think you look like if you were to go to a wrestling lookalike contest? Like, who would you go as? If I was going to try. Well, you could try. I mean, you could do makeup. You could do outfits. So, like, who are you dressing up as? So, you don't actually have to look like this person. Just throw that out there. Because we know you're not going as Post Malone. He wasn't a, um... (laughs) So, so I feel, I, side note, Pat looks like Post Malone without so, tattoos. So I feel like a, a an easy one really is that big boss man thing, right? Because you kind of like his his cop uniform really looks a little bit like it just looks a little off. It looks like he got it from Spirit of Halloween. So you're kind of like, does. okay. Well, I think it would be cooler if you went as like that dude era. Yeah, the the shield version. Yeah, oh, he they, looks he looks cool like that. Yeah. Um, but you'd have to cut your hair and. That guy, that guy who dressed like Big Boss Man really looked like him, like his face. That's just kind of having that military haircut. So you're going to go yeah. as Big Boss Man? I, he's easy to go as in terms of, I think, like, you, uh, like, immediately recognize what the, 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 the parallel is. Like, like, I feel like a deep cut would be like, I'm going to go as the Repo Man. Um, you <laughs> you love that Repo Man. <laughs> I, I love it. I love, I love who gave it because it's like, you know, people would get that. I mean, honestly, if I'm going to go as a lookalike, though, for real, like, I'm just going to go Doink the Clown all the way. Okay. Because okay. this is like, I mean, he's not around in 92 yet, no. but okay. But like, you can't, like, it's like, it's like, so, okay. So think about it like this. So imagine like, you're going to go as a lookalike and you're like, hey, I'm going to go as a lookalike of whoever. You're like, I'm right. gonna, who, like who, who do you think you'd go as at this point? Do I have to go as a woman? Whoever you want. Well, uh... I mean, I'd probably go as, like, Sherry at this point. Right. That would okay. be fun. That's that's what I was assuming you were saying. Yeah, because you wanna... could draw on your face and sure. dye my hair black. But now Sherry comes and stands next to you because you're like, oh, it's like, like let's say it's like that level. It's like, well, like, who who would you, de- like, you're you're safe if you go as Doink the Clown. You're like, oh, okay, maybe we have, like, a similar-ish body type. Maybe, maybe not. But, like, maybe we're about the same. Like, if 
you're like, I'm going to go as the Undertaker, and then he just stands over you and just lords over you by a foot, it just doesn't look yeah. right. But Undertaker would be good, though, because that's another one you could just kind of, like, put on a hat. There's no way. And, like, get some glove, get some dish gloves. I'm going to tell you. But you... There's He's no so way you could commit to that gimmick like that unless you're like six foot four or, I, or taller. Yeah, like in that in that like fan fest setting. Like who the fuck? Like who's gonna do that? That's not gonna work. Like if I said Macho I Man, there's no amount of money that I'm gonna have like a that, Macho Man outfit. You could definitely do Macho Man. He's not super tall. But I'm just saying. And you could get glasses and a hat and get an outfit. I mean that that you could do. I'm just. I'm saying. gonna stick with Sherry. I mean, I definitely couldn't be like, I'm gonna dress like Sable. So. <laughs> Like that's right? not gonna like, work. There's just I'm certain not, ones that just no I'm not way it's gonna work. I'm not 105 pounds. I, you know, I'm not gonna walk out in a right? in pasties. Like, like there's like a yeah. hole. No, I would do sensational cherry you know? for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'll probably go with like Doink the Clown at this point, just because I feel like that. But like, if it had to be someone right now, I guess the best bet truly would be like Skinner, because you can just kind of like put in some nasty black like tar. Mm. Like I, I already kind of have long hair, and you're just kind of like, what are you gonna wear? Like a cut off shirt? Like you can't. Like, you can't go as Jake the Snake. Like, I'm not I'm not getting uh, well, you boots like, and a snake, you right? You don't like snakes. You'd have to get a snake. Well, else would it be? You like, can't I'm, go as Jake without a snake. Like, like if you go as Roddy Piper and you're standing next to him and you're like, nah, this doesn't well, work. Like, that you guy's definitely just, couldn't you know guess. What I, mean? I mean, yeah. So it's tough, but... I feel like looks, you also kind of go with, like, someone that... I mean, I don't think I look like Sensational Sherry, but I could make my hair darker, right? And, like, we're similar heights, probably... Certain gimmicks, I think, Similar. lend themselves a little bit yeah. more. You know, yeah. either it's the really cheesy clothes. Like I said, like, like Boss Man, like, anybody can go and get that Spirit of Halloween thing. You know, just kind of open up your chest. Like, he's got his chest hair, like, just he's like, got it open, just like, like organs spill out. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I would say IRS because you know how much I love him. But the thing is, is that, like, <laughs> then if he's standing next to me and he's six inches taller than me with just giant arms and he's just okay, looking so at me. This let's is just not say, work. Let's just say it's Halloween and we're going to be crazy and we're going to go to a Halloween okay. party dressed as macho two man, wrestlers. You're going to do Macho Man? 100%. Okay. If I'm going to put in over $200 in my costume, it's Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, so you go, that's what I'm saying. That's perfect. Right? It's either that or it's Ric Flair. It's one or the other only because Ric Flair, if you find a robe, you just need a robe. You need a ridiculous you robe You need a Ric wig Flair. for Ric Flair. His sure. hair is such a color. You sure. definitely need Okay, you so need you, need, a you, need a, you need a cheap wig, and then you need a robe. The thing yeah. with Ric Flair is the robes, right? And I hope that if you ever did that, you'd put some fake blood in the hair, too. To really, well, I mean, if, to we, make re- it, if we really want to be very specific. Because he blades a lot. Like, yeah. you know, you see a lot of pictures. So, and you just be Sherry at that point? Is that what you're going to do? Ugh. Are we going to say, like, right now at this stage? Or? At this stage, I'm, gonna, I'm doing Sherry. I mean, if, if I have to, if we're doing this and I'm going as a female, I'm probably going to keep it with Sherry. Okay. Um, Respect. Respect that. Okay. Because I feel like, I mean, some of these women are in, like, ridiculous... And, and Sherry is, too. So, like, I'm not saying she's not. But, like, I mean, like, Sable and all these other women, like, later on, they're in, like, such ridiculous shape. And they're so... You know, like, it's... What am I gonna... What am I gonna do? You know? Like, yeah. China, like... Uh, China, no. I mean, like... I mean, that no... would be fun, but I'm not gonna walk around in a studded no, bikini is... with... I have no... I, I don't have guns like China. She's one of Like, the she's one of... I mean, she's a... She's it's a like boss. Her and know? Nicole Bass are like, nah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that. Like I said, I, you know how much I love Sherry. I would definitely. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it would be Sherry, and that would be actually perfect if you went as Macho Man. You could go as Macho King, and I could be Sherry. There it is. That could be fun, guys. There it is. Halloween, twenty twenty two. You never know. Fuck COVID. Let's get it. You know, let's just show up Listen, at a party. I mean, by by October two thousand twenty two. Just stop. We're gonna just stop right there and move on. We're not gonna jinx anything at this point in in, in reality, right? Especially with the on the day we're recording this, because I'm gonna stop you right there. We're just gonna 
squap out of that. So our last um, thing we're going to cover this week, normally we just do these two, but there actually happened to be a pay-per-view that just became available in 2018. It was part of the UK Rampage Tour. So we actually got to watch that. That was like two hours. So, you know, this episode, uh, we haven't even started to break down any of any of uh, you know our favorite stuff. And we're already about 20 minutes in, but we still have to go through the UK Rampage. Yeah. So, so the UK Rampage, it's actually the last appearance of uh, Miss Elizabeth. That's a bummer. And we had a dark match, which was Alan Kilby versus Danny Boy Collins. Then I'm we not, had our... Oh, they must be... Um, a dark they like match. They're probably British guys? a local. Yeah. We had Tatanka versus Skinner. Mm-hmm. Legion of Doom against Colonel Mustafa and Dino Bravo. We had a Sid Justice Undertaker match. Yes, big guys. We had the Macho Man, who's got the belt, against Shawn Michaels with Sensational Sherry. We had the Mountie against Virgil. Bret Hart, who's the champion, against the model Rick Martel. Intercontinental champion. I see champ. Jim Duggan against the Repo Man. And British Bulldog against IRS. Yeah. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Uh, a lot of good matches. It was long. It was like two and a half hours. Yeah, it was two and a half hours. Do you know that the longest match was the Macho match, 16 minutes? And then after that, we Not had... surprised. Bret Hart match thirteen, and then the uh, the bulldog the, the I'm showcase. Really not surprised, but um, that either of those matches were the the longer. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good event in terms of like actually wrapping up these couple superstars. Like we actually got a bunch of wrestling, like some some interesting fun matches. That yeah, the Bret Hart match was good. It was really good. Both of them. I mean, Bret Hart. That's you know that's the one thing, especially now we're really going to start to see that he does give you a good match if you went to see a bret hart show i would say the top five guys that they have right now that you're going to enjoy the match mm-hmm. not television product but the match at this moment bret hart right yeah Shawn michaels macho man undertaker right right and i'm gonna have to go ahead and and give it to the uh the legion of doom as well as they come back. Like, I just yeah. think that, like, in terms of that that tag team section, they're going to give it to you, and it's going to be really enjoyable. That's what she said. Hey, now. Uh, what do you think? Am I agree I, with Am you. I on yeah. the board there? Because, I mean, these yeah. are all... And so they brought, really the, they brought really the heavy hitters. Because, I mean, if the Legion of Doom are up against a good, you know, some good opponents, they could really put on a really good match. Really enjoyable. A lot of energy. Yeah. I mean, the Macho There's, Man is an entertainer. First and foremost, 100%. same with the Undertaker. hundred percent. And I mean, they're amazing athletes, but they really do entertain really, really well. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, Bret Hart has just always been working good, and so is Sean. And I feel like this is like peak Bret too. We're gonna obviously move into more peak Bret, but like this is when he starts to really like. If we're going up a hill, this is when he gets like three quarters up the hill. Yeah, where he's really starting to like ascend into a level where you're like, yeah, I could really, really enjoy him headlining a match. Yeah. And it started with that. Piper match a few weeks earlier, then you saw this one, you're like, you know, it's Brett, and he's against Rick Martel. And Rick Martel actually had a couple pretty good IC matches. He's going to have one against Razor down the line, too, where you're like, wow, they're Rick really Martel's good. Not bad. I mean, he's good. He's, yeah. yeah, he, he puts on a, a good match. Yeah. yeah, he puts on a good match. Um, it's cool because it's like when we watch these, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is why I loved Brett. Like, this is why I was, mm-hmm. as a kid, I mean, he was my favorite. I was a huge Bret Hart fan. And then I see this, and I'm like, yeah, no, I, it brings me back, you right. know, to like, yeah. So, 
in terms of all these, obviously, you know, Bulldog IRS had to go last because the British Bulldog were in England. Yep. How else yeah. can you yeah, not you do have it? To do that. Brought the house down. It's a good match with IRS too. Uh, of course, the bulldog had to win, so it, there was no question there that you're gonna let. He doesn't IRS. he? He always wins, right? Except for one time, he doesn't. Yeah. Wah, wah. And I mean, in the UK. Yeah, but I mean, I was gonna say, yeah. I'm sure he's lost some, you know, along the tour. I would imagine, like, I'm sure as they're doing the tour, there are probably some shows he might lose one here, but then win know. the next one. Blah, I don't blah, know blah. if they would do that. If I mean, I why not? Who did you say he was wrestling again? Oh, IRS. Well, I, oh, this is the last one of the, this. Know. This one's being broadcast on Sky Network. No, I'm I know that. About... I know that. I, I just don't see if they're really going to have him wrap up a live show and then lose because he's so beloved over there. He was like, I just, I don't maybe. know. I don't Why know. would maybe, they do that? Maybe more down the line. Well, because I think later on, like when Hogan and Yokozuna go on their tour next year, I think that like they go back and forth, like beating each other. Oh, Hogan and British Bulldog? Yokozuna. Oh. When they do, the, like, their world tour. So, like, right now, British no, Bulldog's yeah, no. a face. I understand that, that there are tours where people could lose and then win, but I'm just saying, in England, I can't see why they'd have Davy Boy lose. I don't know. Especially I mean, if it's a low-stakes match like this. But, I mean, well, I don't know. This, this I, we're is, yeah. both, I mean, we're both just making assumptions here. Yeah. None well, of this is <laughs> real. We're both spitballing. But, I mean, in terms of these matches yeah. meaning anything down the line, they really kind of don't. They're just there. Nothing changes. Show matches. Nothing no. really changes. I, I think you see a couple of these matches in the future, like on Prime Times. I think they show the Macho Man, uh, Shawn Michaels one at some point. What, in June, maybe, on Prime Time? Yeah. Um, but, so an American crowd wouldn't have seen this. But it is fun to watch. Um, nothing changed. Like you said, it's just a bunch of good matches. Like Were there any promos cut on this now, right? I don't really think so. Yeah, there were some. Um, you know, like, I guess, but, like... The, the, the promos that they cut before the match, you know? Right, right, right. I'm saying Those there was there was nothing, you know, pushing storylines. Like, if you missed I don't, it, no, you I don't, don't think know so. what's going no, no. on. Yeah. No, nothing like, like that. that. It was just, like, locker room promos. I'm going to come. Uh, so, Sid, you know, I'm, I'm going to come get you and take her. So, you I know, we... you a gift. It's a... I think it was a casket or a tombstone. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, we mentioned a couple of these matches. I mean, the Sid Justice Undertaker match was like five minutes. It just kind of happened. It was quick. It was... I mean, you got to see them, you know. It was a... Pretty you know, uneventful, but still fun. It was a count out. It, it was one of those, like, why are these guys even fighting? They're here. We need to put them against each other because you don't want to have them fight any smaller guys. But you want to mm -hmm. have... You don't really want to establish anyone as dominant over the other. So, yeah. that was pretty fun. Um, outside of that, I mean, I guess we'll focus a little here on the, the Macho Man, Shawn Michaels match. I mean, that was a good match. It was a good match. And I'm not surprised because they're two good workers, good guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> workers, good workers. They, they, yeah, and they show, each have, they um, match. they got their ladies. Mm -hmm. You got a Sherry, you got an Elizabeth. So that's kind of fun. It's the last time you see Elizabeth. So that's Pretty much a bummer. What I always find the most interesting when I watch these type of matches, especially early on, like knowing where they go later on with their careers, I always find it interesting when you can pull call out someone's future finisher that they drop that doesn't do that much in a match. Like Shawn Michaels, sweet chin music. He does it Macho in Man, every like, single match. He does And he that. did it like maybe halfway through the match. And But that's how he used to do it, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying he went, went for like a cover, nothing happened. And then it's like, we're going to get to a level where he's banging his foot. And you're like, okay, here it comes. And he just cheaty kicks yeah. the guy and it's over. So that was pretty, it, it's fun when you see those and they don't have that impact of like, 
that's it. The crowd is satisfied. Because it, it's almost like the yeah. crowd gives you your finisher to be like, that's it, right? Like, the some of the bigger... Some of them. I mean, I feel like some of them are such a big setup that, like, the um, the pedigree, you know, like Triple H is, like, that's like a whole setup. That's sure, not like a but... mid... Like, you're not going to do that just for a minute. Well, no. What, what I was going to say is you have you have two different levels, I think. You have these guys that existed before in different versions of themselves, right? So you had, you know, Bret Hart that was a tag team guy. And then it's like, okay, he's going to do the sharpshooter. And then he's doing it to a bunch of jobbers. And then that's how you know that when he does it to a big guy, that's the move. Yeah. Right? And then you have the announcers coming up over too. So I'm like, Triple H, when he started, the pedigree was like, he's doing it to a jobber. You know, Undertaker. Doing to you know doing the tombstone to jobbers like that's where you figure out what their thing is. So then when you see it on a regular guy, you know it's like Sean went from being a, a predominantly tag team wrestler to now he's here. So he's still working through it. So it's just fun when you see them do it. Yeah. But it's not the crowd isn't responding. So you can't end the match on that. He can't end that championship match. First of all, he's not going to win. No, there's no yeah. No, so exactly. he does this cool move and like you can't end it on that. But like later on, that's just going to be like his you know calling card. It's just going to be. Him doing a sweet chin music and either winning a match or, you know, decapitating someone or messing up a friendship. I mean, it's just all right there with the sweet chin music. So, I mean, it was fun to see it. <laughs> decapitating someone. I mean, that's it. Like, remember a couple of different people he would hit, in, like, later on down the line, um, like, outside the ring? Remember he hit that, like, ring boy or something? Hit, like, the bell guy and the guy was just, like... Dead. Oh, he hit that. He got the um. Yeah, he like got the, the announcer. Or somebody. The cameraman. Yeah, and the, it was the Hell in the Cell. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's just he, like wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like fuck this guy, and he just. It's <laughs> just so good. It's all so good. It's also good. Um, but I will say this, and a lot of people don't like sweet chin music, or they, you know, I feel like there's a varying of opinions. But in real life, I feel like if someone just randomly kicked you in your chin, mm-hmm. that's pretty effective. And that's a fast kick. It's not, it's not, it, I'm just Jen, saying. You are, you <laughs> are an only child. You don't have siblings. I can tell you that, like, if you ever got into wrestling and started doing some of these moves, like, just the way you're like, I feel like that's an effective move. Yes, someone kicking you right in the chin is an effective move. Right. Most of these moves are effective moves. Are effective moves. <laughs> but as we, when we rewatch and when we talk about it, you know, I always mention, but there there does have to be kind of that coalition of the willing. Like, you have to kind of let somebody, you have to, like, let another man, like, put you in between their legs to hook their arms to do a pedigree. Or do, like, no, a power I do, I do understand that. I understand so, like, that. you can't, like, <laughs> if you're just trying to do that, like, there's no level of a person that, like, you're gonna, and then you take something like the sharpshooter, like... You have to let that happen to you, too, You right? kind of got to let that happen to you, but also, like, if someone, like, passed out, like, when Austin passes out, like, if he really passed out in that, I, whatever whatever match that was down the line, like, I don't know if it's going to hurt anymore. Like, if you're, you're just passed out, like, I don't, it's not, like... But wouldn't it also be hard to do? Because are you kind of, like, holding yourself up a little bit when you're getting that done to you? You're not a just, like, bit, yeah, flopped yeah. on the ground. Like, you're not just dead weight, like, Gumby. But, like, Dan, <laughs> like, like Dan Severin and Ken Shamrock, like, some of their moves. Like, those are, like, real moves. Like, if you're just holding someone in the ankle lock and you just, you're breaking their ankle. You know? Like, that's it. You, you're breaking their ankle. Some of these other moves, like, if the guy passes out, like, you win because they pass out. But, like, you're not... 
you know, like, like, I don't know, right. like a sharpshooter. I, okay. So like, if you pass out from the pain of a sharpshooter or whatever, like at that point, you're just going to go limp. Like, I don't know if Brett's going to be able to like hold you up and then he's just like sitting on your butt. Like he's one, you know? Yeah. But. Well, so fun. back to this match for a second. Cause I sure. do, I do want to say something that really like bugged me, man. Mm-hmm. Really bugged me. And it's not about Macho Man and it's not about HBK. It's about Sherry and Elizabeth. Okay. So, like, this match was a lot about them, and uh, and they kind of get into a scuffle in the beginning, and then Macho sends Elizabeth away so that Sherry can't hurt her or whatever. And then at the end, Sherry's interfering, and then Elizabeth runs out and pulls her away, right? So right. that's kind of how that happens. Um, Which was great, because it's cool to see them together, because Elizabeth is so beautiful and so classy, and, and Sherry is just, like, like you know, like kind of like a rocker chick. Like, it's just, it's just a cool, whatever. That being said, it Gorilla at one point says, Sherry's got 100 pounds on Elizabeth. And it really pissed me off because I'm like, there's no, do you see? Elizabeth is a very petite woman. And I looked this up because I needed to know she's 5'4", was 5'4", but 115 pounds. Sherry, Mm -hmm. 5'7", I think her build weight was like 135. Okay. So let's say at this point, this then when she's actually wrestling, let's say she's ten pounds heavier. Let's just say so. She's one forty-five. Okay. One hundred and forty-five minus one hundred and fifteen. It's thirty, and the thing is, is that I just really, I don't know. It just really it really bothered me because I'm like she's not a large one. Like what are we doing? What are we doing? I know that we're putting down the heels. I get it. I I understand where this is coming from, but it's just. It just irked me. That's all. I love Sherry. Didn't like to hear that. Made me mad. I mean, I'm guessing the audience is probably like 70-30 for being realistic. Boys and girls, right? So it's just kind of like, how would a boy really know? I don't know. What do you mean? Who, who the target oh, audience like is 70, at this point? Yeah, 70% boys. Yeah, you know, like like men. I don't know. If you're like, oh, I mean, and again, that's for a... No, that's a bombastic statement. If you would have said 50 pounds, you probably wouldn't have been that offended. You would have looked and been like, yeah, maybe that could be close, maybe not. Sure. Also, Sherry, you know, was a wrestler and she's strong. I buy that. She's clearly taller. Yeah. If you, if, if they said, if he said 50 pounds, it well, would look, not have bothered me. 100 pounds. Is can 100. we just agree, though, that they do play fast and loose with heights and weights? Like, can we just agree there? Like, if we could agree to that, I think we're in a good place. I mean, I, I guess. I don't have no idea how The much heels are always... It's like, here's Yokozuna. He's 500 pounds. And you watch, like, the behind the scenes and then, like, he's 700 pounds or 600 no, pounds. No, they like, admit oh. that, though. They they As he gains weight, his poundages go up. Yeah, poundages. but I think they're hiding a little... I'm just saying, I think that they play fast and loose sometimes. Sure, I'm sure that they're all, like, an inch or half inch. I mean, I, I always say I'm 5'6". I'm really 5'5 five, five and three quarters. They're just trying to make Sherry be the damn... Um, they're, they're trying to make they're Sherry trying to make her evil. like a beast and right you know and Elizabeth, Elizabeth the is the yeah. but, well that's frustrating because I think they're both awesome awesome badass bitches and uh yeah that's all so UK rampage <laughs> nobody probably cares about that opinion but it, it it bothered me so we're gonna do the best and worst and all that stuff now because I think we're we're gonna leave out our little Easter egg and come back to it because I, that's not the best match in terms of matches. Like my best match. No, but that match I'm telling you is gonna I, go I, on my wall. It's 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 an iconic match. A best job. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. It's by far the MVP of all of this. The four <laughs> hours we watched, etc. But I think the best match. You know, to go back to it, it's gonna be that 
Macho Man, Shawn Michaels match. I really enjoyed it. I did too. I and, did too. And Shawn's really showing that he can um, deliver a big match. Because right now he's, he's a heel. And he's got that heel energy. And he's really showing he can deliver that match with, with Macho Man. Because you're really enjoying it. I'm actually like, wow. I, I actually feel like I enjoyed... Like if this match had been main build and I had seen it in WrestleMania, like the flare match is awesome, but like I feel like Sean is right there that like I could have enjoyed that too. Especially considering the Brett, you know, Roddy match. Like it Is wouldn't it have been one A and one B, it just would have been, you know. Yeah. It would have that would have been the second match, I think, you know, second best match of that. I mean, it was a good match. It was enjoyable. You know, I mean I they could have gone on longer. So the best promo. What do you got for that, Jen? The best promo, listen, I gotta give it to Crush. I agree. I gotta give it to Crush coming in. It's our introduction to him. He's crushed. He's a child in black and white, crushing cans, and then he's an adult in the most neon thing I've ever seen in front of a neon graffiti wall. It's great. What was the worst match you saw? I'm not even gonna give it to a jobber match. I'm gonna go... No, I don't think that we can give, like... Because we can't always say... We can't always do the best match and worst match because usually it is just jobber matches, right? Um... So I don't think that would be fair. I'm just going to say from a perspective, I'm, I'm going to give it to the, the British Bulldog because there was no way he was going to lose to IRS in a meaningless match. So you're kind of like, eh. Like we got to that one and I'm like, eh, this is probably one I can go get a drink, right? Because I know that there's no way he's going to lose right now. And I love IRS, so like it just, I got sad. I'm like, this is not, like this is over, right? Oh, you don't love Davy Boy though? I do. I really do love Davy Boy, but this is one of those like this is the thing is I love IRS because I like that he yells at everybody about taxes. I think he's good for what he does, but I mean he literally has five moves. But I'm just saying, there's no way that Davy Boy was going to lose this match. I'm going to tell you, I'm going Jim Duggan Repo Man. Okay, I'll accept it. I mean they're they're all you know you could have said you could have given me Tatanka Skinner. They're I mean all, we're, we're all matches. We're getting close man. with Mountie and Virgil too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but. But I'm going to go with the Bulldog just because there was no suspense. It was just a matter of when is Bulldog going to set it up and end it. Because you knew he was going to win. Yeah, but it's not fun though to see him win in his hometown. It's it's it satisfying. I, I don't know. And I, I, I love the Bulldog, so I can't, I'm not going to. But yeah, that's what I give the worst match. Who do you think won the week? I think that Sonny Trout won the week. Well. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> I think The Undertaker won the week myself. Yeah. Personally. Are you going to give it to Taker? No, 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 no. I just think he won the week personally because he got to be like on the receiving end of this, of all the Sonny Trout um, <laughs> like moment. No. Do you I, think that he knows that that even happened? No, he probably never watched that. Exactly. That's he what never I'm watched that. That's so good. I think the winner of the week for me is I'm going to go ahead and give it to Mr. Perfect. Uh, okay. I was gonna because he really. I'm gonna give it to Miss Elizabeth. It's the last time we see her. Okay. She looks beautiful. I'll take it. She helps her guy out, and was soon to not be her guy anymore. Um, yeah, but uh, Mr. Perfect, close second. I'm gonna Mr. Perfect because he keeps the gimmick going about Ric Flair. Like they're still talking about kind of <laughs> how it's just like all taken from them and all bullshit. Like they're you still don't understand. He pulled that. the trunks, and he is out there screaming about. They're still. He's like it. Elizabeth. Was I heard her saying, "Kiss me, Slick Rick, kiss me." Like, he just keeps, it's he just, just he's, keeps it going. he's buttering that roll. He's like, "Here you go. I'm just gonna keep it going." So I'm gonna give it to him. He's the best. The loser of the week, and we'll come right back. It's Sunny Trout. It's Sunny Trout. <laughs> okay. So the new stuff that we got, we have really nothing moving on our storylines. 
But we do have that money grab, the WBF Body Stars, Jen. Yeah, not only do we have that, we have the WWF Fan Club. True. <laughs> you get a tape with you all your favorite. You get a cassette tape with music. We're going to scour Electronic Bay and see if we can find it. Oh my God. We should. Yo. Guys. We got to watch WBF. We have to scour eBay. Guys. <sighs> Guys. They're also, by the way, pushing SummerSlam already. Yes. Guys. <laughs> Is guys me? It's everybody. Okay. <laughs> On the April 11th, <laughs> Superstars. We're sitting here re-watching this. Gets to the very end. Maybe about 36 minutes. Undertaker comes out. And there's a man in the ring that he's fighting. His name is Sonny Trout. <laughs> Vince and Mr. Perfect. Guys. I'm not kidding. Made over 24 fish jokes about Sonny Trout. They played <laughs> such masterful this tennis. This like a minute and a half. Back and forth throughout the entire match. Once the match starts, they just keep making dad fish jokes back and forth and back and forth. It is the funniest unintentional like, did I just walk into a comedy routine WWF Superstars moment I've seen. What about you, Jen? I wish I was high when I saw it. And I, I, don't, I can't, I was laughing so hard. And then we watched it again. Cause I'm like, I need to count these fish jokes so I can present a number of fish jokes. And I got 24, but I'm not confident that I caught them all. They, they're coming did. real fast at you. And like, sometimes there's double fish jokes and one, jo- I mean, it is wild. And, and there the was jokes- one, there was at least one earned joke as well thrown in there. And the jokes are literally like, well, I think he needs to go back to school. Well, it looks like he's really got him on the line. Oh, he really hooked him there. And you're just like, oh my God. And when we first heard it, it we're just like, stop. Is, this, is this fucking for real right now? Like, they're just so, like. It was so unexpected. They just gave it, this fucking energy. It's all they do the whole yes. time. They don't talk about anything, but they make fish jokes at each other and at the audience. It's, <laughs> it's, it's why I gave Perfect the Week, because it's so good. <laughs> they just don't give a fuck. It's so good, Jen. Yeah. <sighs> man this that, Sunny Trout. that that actually and that's why we saved it for the end this goes by far far and away <laughs> my jobber match of 1992 right here we it's gotta put be, it on a post-it and put it on the wall it's gonna be on yeah. my mixtape for sure i'm either gonna end like it's either the perfect end or beginning depending on how we we put our you know pay-per-view event kind of together like we were talking last time about a couple of those wrestlemania matches like this match either ends the whole show it's like at the end of the credits you run the credits and you're like oh wait there's one more thing, and you're just a minute, like, end credit scene of just the two of them riffing fish jokes. And, of course, it ends with The Undertaker putting Sonny Trout in a body bag and then doing a leg drop on him while a child is literally terrified in the audience. There's it a child so covering good. his hands as they shove this Trout Man into, <laughs> into a body bag. Oh, my God. So good. Guys, I'm going to watch it again tonight. April 11th. It's just that match. WWF Superstars. Last match. Do it. Undertaker. About 36 minutes. Sunny Trout. And it cuts It cuts right into the studio. And so you're going like, to hear ah. Fink say, Shawn Michaels has left the building. And once he says that, you have to just listen. Dial in. Just dial in to hear about all these <laughs> Well, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Do you think we covered it all, Jen? Did we cover any new shit? What? <laughs> there's, there's nothing yet. <laughs> Uh, WBF. Yeah, no, I think that's it. We gotta check out. We gotta check out the WBF. Mm-hmm. We have to. We have to scour Electronic Bay for some 
some uh, cassette tapes. We gotta do it. Oh man, these fish jokes just prove that anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Was Montreal at work though? 